Keith Gregory Hoare, born January 29th, 1997. Hashtag Ronnie Keith. Hashtag Ronnie Keith. At Keith Hoare. Hashtag Pop Off George. <laughs> Did you see that? Pop Off George. <laughs> What's up guys, welcome to episode 12 of the Coffee Club. We made it to the big dozen. Big day today, the boys are coming off. Uh, Matt, uh, what'd you guys race on the weekend? BU? <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. BU, uh, BU, BU season indoors. opener at BU. It was a season opener, huh? That's kind of wild. But before we get into it, just our final thank you for Movember. Thank you so much to everyone that donated to our cause. We ended up with $1,490, $1,490 for men's health, which is way more than what we expected what we expected was actually yeah. so thank you so much for the support uh from everyone and yeah it's pretty cool that we have like kind of this platform where we can do stuff like that now and yeah it feels good so thank you to everyone but moving on boys boys well, no boys. coffee uh shout out to oh yeah no so this is our first evening episode and because it's evening tea club we're drinking tea do you want to still tell shout out to your mom yeah shout Australian out to tea too. my mom 80 adrian torta uh, we're drinking T2T, which if you're from Australia, I think it's pretty massive brand over there. Just like kind of nice, fancy shit. I always get it as a Christmas present every year. And my mom sent us this tea, I think as a Christmas present for this year, or it's from past years. So thank you very much, mom. Appreciate that. We are a tea club today. So I don't know, maybe drink some tea with us if you want to. But yeah, so I'm sitting here with a couple of newly minted national record holders. How's it feel, guys? Oh, everything's changed. <laughs> Everything, my whole, my whole like I've outlook on life. Personality changed a my lot. personality, my outlook, my complete, yeah, man, life-changing experience. No, I'm, it was, uh, it was fun. I mean, for us, really going in, we just didn't. You never know with season openers, right? So that was yeah. the whole thing was going in, having a good time. Um, shout out to our teammate Joe for literally carrying us on the back for three thousand eight hundred meters. Um, did an we, amazing job pacing. Yeah, fantastic Classics. job. Um, great pacer we just like went in to have fun i think the the one thing we didn't want happening is getting beaten by college kids that's the one that was yeah. the one thing i was like this is like because these kids are coming off they're sharp they're like you can they tell they're gonna run well sure. and they did run well they ran incredible times i mean uh shout out also to our boy Owen hacker who on the weekend ran 13 um yeah he wasn't in your race but he raced a 5k the night before in michigan and ran 13 37 shout out olin and i think yeah. we've given olin about five shout outs in this podcast but the now. thing with, the reason why i bring up olin is that like that was a really quick time and then it's just got knocked back yeah. by that bu race it was just it's unbelievable collegiate lead for like a day yeah and then so now maybe. down to like 15th or some, some yeah shit he's like that. already back there and 16th at 13 37 and 16 people qualify for nationals so he's right on the cusp right now but that is I mean, that just shows you the depth, which everyone knew about, but it is crazy to see it happen in front of your eyes. But yeah, I haven't asked these boys anything about the race, really, because I wanted to save it for the podcast. So I had a vow of silence about the race. Since yeah, we, got we, we weren't allowed to talk about it, but just uh, let's go through your Boston trip. What was it like um, getting in there and stuff? Because I've never been to Boston before. I know George has. Ollie. Yeah, my first time. I was showing him the ropes. Yeah. Um, now, Boston, Boston's a fun place to travel to as yeah. like... For running, there's a few good spots to to run. Plenty of good coffee to drink. Um, like ten thousand colleges in yeah. that town. So and they like all have so running many. communities too. So like there's a lot of a running. It's like a running community like in Boston. It's quite, it is a massive quite large. running community because that's yeah. where a lot of the companies are based. Like 
Yeah. I'm not going to name any names because they don't sponsor us, but a lot of companies, <laughs> yeah. a lot of, a lot of running companies are there. And like, obviously the Boston Marathon, you know, pretty, yeah. and pretty, some groups, uh, there. a bunch of groups. Historical. There. Yeah. And like, and it was, it was fun because I think so I'm, many indoor tracks too. Yeah. Not so many fun. Like amazing indoor tracks. Yeah. That's yeah. Thing. Particularly one we ran on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. I mean, I think going into the race, um, we were able to like kind of go and spend some time. Like, what was that bakery we went to? That was really, it's pretty crazy. Like it was just so busy. Yeah, and big city. One in Cambridge? Big city. Yeah. Life. Yeah. It was we actually went, we went to Boston for a bit for a couple of meals, but then we also would go to Cambridge up where um, one of those, I don't know, that's cool. Cambridge is separate from Boston. I didn't even know this. Stuff. I didn't know that either until yeah, I It's like, like connected, a town. but like it's, they call it something different. Is but, that where Harvard is? Um, or is Harvard in Boston? Harvard, they say Cambridge. Cambridge. We also Cambridge. learned a, yeah. Let's discuss putting a rock against the window. Um, we also learned a key fact about traveling to Boston: don't rent a car. Yeah. Do not rent a oh, car. Oh yeah. Because we not we literally paid the amount for parking that it was to rent the car. Like it was just yeah. ridiculous. And Rich like, was wondering why the rental car was so cheap. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one wants a car. He's like, like oh, this weekend awesome. he's like, I'm never fucking. Yeah. It's just car like it's just fucking probably terrible. the most stressful thing in the world. It was stressful, and like literally yeah. you could just Uber everywhere. It was like cheap. Parking Uber. was a nightmare. One way streets for a nightmare. I had to like. Yeah. Can you imagine out. like peak winter as well? How bad it would get there with the snow, like yeah, on with the, the streets snow. and everything. Because it snows terrible. a lot in Boston. Yeah. Like they get a lot of snow. They get a rough. Only got us a parking ticket. Okay. How'd you do that? So <laughs> we're getting coffee actually. We're going to go get so we went to Blue Bottle Coffee to try out some samples. Um and it's be our competitors soon once yeah, we get our own coffee. When we get our own coffee sorted. So we just Blue want to Bottle. figure out how the competitors are doing. Yeah. Um anyway, you gotta fill out on the parking meters now there's application stuff. And I missed a one on the number plate. Yeah. So we got a thirty dollar ticket for it. I'm surprised the ticket wasn't more, considering yeah how much the parking itself would have cost. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, but the amount we paid for the hotel parking is the exact like almost cheaper. one one of the first dinner we went to parking for an hour and a half was twenty two dollars. <laughs> it was yeah. ridiculous. That's expensive. So, so almost the cost of the rental car for the day. <laughs> so yeah. So when we go back in February, we're gonna be Ubering. Yeah. Uber. Yeah. yeah. All right. Don't drive in Boston. That's a good tip. But then race day. We've got a few new pre-race like spots. Uh, spots yeah. now though. We've nice. got the setup. We've got yeah. the setup. Punjab Palace. Punjab Palace. Punjab Palace. Palace honestly, authentic Gorgeous Indian food. It was amazing. It's funny you say that because you were saying this today that now you think Indian food is the go-to pre-race, but I feel I like think it a, should be. I think 100%. a lot of common like there's misconceptions be, yeah we don't do indian food but people before. are thinking don't do indian people food like, oh, just super hot only, can only food. eat italian food the yeah. yeah. i feel like indian Honestly, food is bullshit pretty yeah i it's think bullshit. i think a lot of people are very sensitive about their uh, guts before a race and okay yeah, yeah i don't i'm not have you don't have to order it super spicy yeah. Yeah. yeah you should order mild i mean i'm not gonna weigh in my gut on that one because my gut can take interestingly we came up with a similar theory when i was in college the last time I PR'd in the 5K, like three years ago, me, Luis, and Tyler at Stanford had went to, got fish tacos night before the race. Fish tacos? Oh, I wouldn't do that. I don't know. It was you, great. You're just disproving all the theories. Yeah. But, uh, so that was the night before. And Boba Tea. Punjab Palace. Yeah, I, had, I, had Actually, I didn't even. Tea. Well, you had a I day, tried day of the race? Day before and then after Night the before. And we are back from our last break. <laughs> We are back with our fourth member of the podcast. He was late today. Gus, where were you, buddy? You were outside <laughs> chasing rocks. He's crazy. He uh, he wasn't taken for a walk today, so he's got too much energy. Way too much energy. But he to chase rocks in the dark. Yeah. What are you going to do? We still love him. But yeah, so race day. How are you guys feeling before the race? Honestly, pretty good. Yeah. I think I think it was 
yeah, there was good vibes. Mm. Um, the whole energy. Pre meet was fun. Was yeah, like had had got a good feel for the track. Did some nice strides. Was it was it one of those ones where as soon as you do your stride on the track, you're like, holy shit, this track feels so good. Honestly, Joey no. didn't say that. I didn't say that either. Really, we did like a. a 200 or something is the first one and ran like 30 Joe was like fire that's pretty hard <laughs> dude the track overrated yeah but then uh, he's not saying that anymore yeah he doesn't say that anymore he was telling <laughs> me about how amazing it felt today yeah was he was he pretty confident the whole time about going out and just getting it done he definitely he, was, mean, he was pretty confident he could make it pretty close to 4k 4k and then he kind Which of he said, did he kind yeah. of said like we well, like saying 8 or 5 at the start and then it kind of just started to decrease. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wasn't pacing, sure about. The pacing, like the talk about pacing changed so much yeah. over the course of the last few weeks, even to the day before. Yeah. And then the, like a couple of people, a couple of the other people racing were asking me like, okay, so what's like, what's actually the pace? Like I've heard like 10 different numbers. <laughs> well, I know, um, was the kid to spoke to Joe before the race, like literally on the line Yeah. and said, because Joe was like, Hey man, like this is the plan. Like, we're going to go try. And when he said the plan at that point, was the plan? The plan got moved. It got moved minutes? to eight minutes because okay. the Iowa state coach wanted it close to eight. Because he was saying to um, to Dathan that if he runs over eight minutes, Wesley will pass him. So Interesting. That was like kind of the confidence that the Iowa state coach and Wesley had with yeah. what they wanted to run. Um, but Joe went to him before the race to, hey, man, like, you know, um, this is what I'm doing. You know, 4K, I'm going to try and make it as long as possible so you guys can kind of just sit on, relax, and go through. And he was saying eight minutes. And, and Wesley was like, yeah, yeah, like, I, if you can get under eight eight minutes, that'd be great. Like, that yeah. that's, that was always his mental plan. Yeah. So, um, anyway, race went off, and it's pretty uh, pretty much Joe got straight into the pace and was just fantastic the whole way. But I know Wesley was kind of pushing him a little bit uh, yeah, here he and there. An it's no surprise that he's just an impatient racer. I mean, you can watch him race through NCAAs. He's always been like out the front, pretty pretty hard. <clears throat> like, be, closing yeah. hard is not his strong forte. To be point. fair, like well, what we haven't even said the results. So Ollie came first, thirteen oh nine, Australian yep. indoor record. George came second, thirteen twelve, New Zealand indoor record. Both world champs qualifiers as well, and a fuck ton of world athletics points. And Wesley was third, right? Mm -hmm. yep. What time did he run? He ran thirteen forty. See, to it's, be it's to freaking be, good. Yeah, good. the thing is, that's amazing. And to be fair to him, so eight minutes is thirteen twenty pace. And if he's not confident, he's quick in his kick. Sorry, like yeah. maybe he should have gone. Like it's the first race of the season, so it's like, come on, man. But maybe he should have gone through in seven fifty five, and he would have run sub thirteen ten for you two guys. And Joe was there primarily for you two. I would imagine it made more sense to go through eight minutes and close just because you didn't want to like go out too hard or anything. But actually from Kiptu's perspective, I can kind of see where he's coming from. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, but also- That is a good point. He's never like been in the position, like he's always died. He's never been in the position to have some more in the tank. Maybe he could surprise himself and be able to like- yeah. well, Maybe well. he, he dies back to 1310. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you consider dying? Yeah. Consider yeah. dying is like, just like going off, like slower than the pace you started at. Yeah. What like, was he- yeah, but, you wanted, you started, if, but if you start at- 13 flat pace and you slow down to 13 10 pace you still run 13 10 it's not bad that is that is that is very true but i'm i'm thinking as like Whereas maybe for him it's probably better it's particularly with championship racing you don't want to be slowing down near the end of the race because it gives the incentive yeah. of other athletes well, to what we're saying is that his yeah. strong suit is is just running hard and that's how he won into blaze last year in the indoor 5k was just going away with it going away sure. with it he went out in 408 yeah <laughs> and that's and that's that's the thing that's where he's at now if you look at ncaa's is that on for him unfortunately everyone else is so good that he can't drop them mm -hmm. the same anymore i mean i guess now he still does have a pretty big 
gap over everyone if you think about the indoor 5k because what was the next collegiate 1322 uh yeah i'm and nico with 1322 so i mean that's that's eight seconds but i still i wouldn't want to try and lead a whole race in front of those two but yeah so i mean wesley overall great race but he didn't i mean what did he come in outdoor 5k outdoor 5k i think he he fell off american maybe yeah Cooper won and then Louis and Kyoko were second yeah. and third, I think. So he fell off a little bit outdoors, but that's the exact same thing. Where and pro- I mean, Cooper just... ran what thirteen twelve or thirteen thirteen that day. Yeah. So yeah, you're not going to run away from that no matter what. But I'm probably going to ask this question of both you guys because I'm always just so interested about this. But I'll go with Ollie first. How did this five k feel for you? Because so the last time Ollie ran a five k, he ran it with the Bauman boys and Kleiker in LA, and Ollie went out in. I don't know exactly where you went out in, but you were like on track to run like low 13 minute 5k until like two laps to go. Mm-hmm. And then you died. And I imagine that was really a painful way to race a 5k. It was, yeah. So and how did this one compare to that? The funniest thing was like for that race, I got behind Mark Scott and I tried to relax and then just like kick it down. That was my plan, right? At the LA one. Yeah. Didn't do that. Ran a 2.2800 and ended up with 13.22. Yeah. I grant one in I think 13.02. And we are back from Gus break number two. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, he wants to play pretty bad, but. Uh, we Put the team down today. Yeah, come on, bro. It's okay, we forgive him. Yeah, he can do no wrong. But pretty much Ollie was explaining how he felt in this race. Yeah, so like, in the last 5K, he closed in 220, and this 5K, he closed in like 156, probably. <laughs> so, I actually don't know, I just made that up. I, yeah, yeah. I, I just closed well. Like, my last. <laughs> K was very strong. I felt confident in my um, ability. I didn't like fall apart. And I think a lot of that's just the strength training we've been doing. Like we haven't done much work at all, but. It's pretty good. You guys have only been back from your break for what, eight weeks? Yeah, so that's, eight, that's probably eight weeks of work. Yeah. Um, so that, that's an exciting thing. Like that's where we start off and then hopefully progress from it. But I think for me, it's just like, yeah, experience. Like that's my second 5K as like a pro. So yeah. um, the experience there really helped. And then obviously having Joe and, and um that kind of race is just it helps to be able to do that again having that opportunity so really just i think it did well for me and i think i learned so much last season that i was able to kind of be much more confident in my ability to execute a plan like that yeah i mean that was definitely like how you how to run a 5k right there like especially just being able to go out at that pace and feel good and then just close so hard which you did very well and you did have wesley kipta with you until mm-hmm. like he was actually there until like two laps to go, right? Yeah, I was getting pretty antsy because I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, but Dathan, like, because I obviously with the last <laughs> last one that I did, I like died at 800 and Dathan kind of told me, he's like, he said two laps, like yeah. wait two laps wait because he saw me getting antsy and like trying to move around Wesley. And I, I definitely respected that because once I waited and then went, I really was able to Felt shift that gear. Good. So yeah, that's how you want to feel. Yeah. But let's well, George. How do I feel for you? I mean, for you, to put it in context, like, I mean, for Ollie, Ollie's been killing it for, like, a long time now. Whole time he's been in pro, but for you, like, that was such a, if you think about it, such a step forwards. Like, now you're in such a good position because you have, like, a World Champs qualifier. You've run 13-12 off, like, just straight, like, it's the fall. Like, you really haven't done anything crazy, man. Like, that must feel pretty damn good. Definitely, yeah, a nice confidence boost. Yeah. I think it, it was, like, validating just to be able to run with Ollie the last <clears throat> like eight weeks of training and know that um, there, there was some good fitness there um, and then just being able to get in a race together and have similar similar race kind of outcomes in terms of closing hard at the end mm-hmm. 
I think I, I just got three seconds back probably in like the fourth K and then ran a similar last 800. Yeah. How right, did I to kind of go around? A few I think people. your last 200 was like the like quickest. It was like 26 or Classic something. Classic George. Like something crazy. Sandbagging so like, in really, the last 200. Yeah. So, so really, you might have not been, you might have been further back and then just like closed really well. Yeah, that's so. a good movement. That's how I like to race as well. But, um, did it feel, did it, did the pace fail pretty hard the whole time for you or did it feel okay? Nah, 64s was like, that felt, felt pretty good. Cake, baby. Cake. Dude, I'm jealous, man. I swear. Well, I don't know. Hopefully. Every time. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I I was telling Ollie before, like, you just got to avoid the lap counter. Yeah. yeah. Do not Possibly. look at the lap counter. Especially when it starts at 25. Oh, right. <laughs> Do right. not, not want to look at that. First time I saw it, it said eight. I was pretty happy with how long I lasted. Wow, that is impressive. But I did get a glance at the clock a couple of times, and it was just every time. It was just every like multiple of four like click yeah. it was just click it was like 416 nice. like 520 eight zero zero did you have like i imagine ritz like yelling splits and stuff no no um, ritz is on the other side of the track so did you just yell random shit just yelling random shit <laughs> there was someone well the best Actually, yelling no, was do the byu coach yeah yelling the 200, 200 splits 200 splits. And every oh, yeah. time she was like but the, 32 zero oh, the that, best that yelling I, means no, I mean it does mean something but that's the weird thing about indoors is that the, the difference between like 32 yeah. O's and like 32 nines is like so much. So yeah. much. The best yelling was a uh, shout out for the coffee club. Oh, we yeah, were actually running. We did. Yeah. We were running through the, like it was mid race and people yelled Early. out, let's go coffee club. After like oh, three or so four laps. And I'm like, I can't believe we're at this point now with what we're doing here that we're not even yelling out OAC. Yeah. They're yelling out coffee club. <laughs> Cause like, that's like their thing. Yeah. You know? Something like, like a K or two K. Yeah. They're just yelling it out. During the yeah, race. they're just yelling it out. Like Classy, it was funny yeah. because, like, I know for a fact that you'd expect, like, oh, go Bowman or go whatever, but they're yelling out Coffee Club, and I respect that. So that was pretty yeah. tight. It definitely wasn't the pace that um, kind of got to me. It was just eventually, like, any amount of running, any yeah. pace, like, takes its toll. And I, I think the difference was just not being on Ollie's shoulder when Joe, um, when Joe came off. Mm -hmm. And so there was a gap that kind of formed to like me and a couple of NAU dudes. Yeah, because you were running with the the three NAU guys for a lot of it. You were kind of like mixing it up with them. Where Ollie yeah. was clear of them the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Drew, I Drew, 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 Drew was, Drew was making sure he was yeah, around. Right. Drew was I, making sure he was around. I, I definitely that. talked myself out of it for a few laps. Yeah. And like when you think it's getting hard. Uh -huh. And then kind of just running behind Abdi Hamid and Nico. And then maybe 800 to go. I was like, man, it's I kind of thought this was gonna be harder right now. Like, dude, I should probably do something. That's a good way to fail. Yeah, that's, that's a good way, way to fail. fail. Especially when you're that's hashtag, that's hashtag well. good for the sport, right? Yeah. I was like, fuck, I should, I should probably, I should probably make some moves. Yeah, <laughs> and then kind of each lap after 800, after I went around Nico and Abdi Hamid, and it was, I kind of had kept two to chase, which was nice. Yeah. Um, when did you get him? Uh, either the last lap or second last, like maybe 300 to go, 250 to go. Yeah. Um, and then. Ritz and Haas and Joe started realizing that I was getting close to the world standard oh, and they just they, they, they started that. yeah that was the coolest thing after the race was like they all came over and hugged us and we didn't realize that we actually got under that world championship standard so then we got really excited about Dude, that that's so huge to, get to do that like, yeah, at the sweet. first race it was pretty exciting the pictures that a bunch of people took like Justin and stuff were yeah. pretty amazing yeah, now when when nice i moments. when i heard he ran um th so the one that i posted on instagram and i'm yelling when i heard he ran 13 12 that was me yelling going <laughs> yahoo <laughs> damn it was good yeah definitely like i mean unexpected is maybe not the right word 
It was like, just like, we didn't know what we're going to run. It just wasn't really the plan. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't planning plan. for it. So it was just like, fuck. We planned for like under 13, 20. I think that's what we planned. So 13, 20 was going to be a great day. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. My prediction before the race was that it would be one in, I think it was 13, 13, 7, 8. But that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't to do with your guys' fitness. That was to do with how I thought the race would mm-hmm. play out. I didn't think it would be so bang, bang, bang. Like we're going through in eight minutes and then we're like speeding up and we're like getting shit done. Which it was a really it was a getting shit done race, so it was, it yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. I, I think just the the biggest thing is being able to like squeeze it down off eight minute pace is is Yeah. Is not easy to do normally. No, because normally for for everyone that runs the five K, it's like the fourth K is the dreaded K and that's when you slow down a bit and then you kinda of bring it back at like in the last couple of laps. But the momentum yeah. was just there. It was very like it was it was a good step forward for my 5k experience because i hate the 5k so that was fun because i think it was a nice way to look at it saying like okay maybe i can be competitive in this event yeah um if i can like run like that but obviously not every 5k is going to go like that you're going to have ones that aren't going to be as yeah. quick or they're going to be quicker or whatever so also huge for the podcast because now we get to keep going I don't know if you guys remember, but in the last episode, we said if you guys didn't run well, that the podcast might get canceled. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. the nice thing about it is after the race, before the race, everyone's like, or if like only one pod. of us broke a record and we might well, not want to do it anymore or yeah. something. We, we, we get we get an interview for let uh, by Let's Run, and, and Jonathan Gold comes up to me before and goes, "I love what you're doing with the with the podcast, hey, really? Coffee Club." Yeah, he came up and talked oh. to me. About it. He's like, "I love you guys sitting down and being like able to just like have a conversation and chat," and um, you know, a guy like that who's like literally in the sport doing. <laughs> Big time journalist, journalist man. Yeah, is, is, so uh, one, one is of my favorite compliment. coffee club references since the race was Kevin. I think what's his last name? Just Kevin sure. from Flowtrack. Kevin from Flowtrack, I think he's his last <laughs> on name. his on their Flowtrack podcast was talking about the BB race and and just goes, yeah. What it comes down to is you know Hor and Beamish, they're podcasters now, so that makes them run faster. <laughs> it's that simple. It's that simple. Man. That simple. <laughs> You're looking for that edge. Oh yeah, because he brought up Grant Fisher as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grant Fisher started a podcast. Started running pretty fast. I mean, Kerr and Ribbage started a podcast. They're starting to run yeah. fast. So, yeah. The, the math checks out. Dude. Except for them. They, they well, yeah, and then they said they're the only ones that are going slower. <laughs> they see the track guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the, the only ones who got slower after starting a podcast. They're the anom- anomaly. Uh, Ano- anomaly. How do you anomaly? Anomaly. Yeah. I don't know. Anemone. Anemone. It was close. But anything else from the race that jumped out to you guys from like all the other performance and stuff? Because I mean, for any of you guys running yeah. under 40, uh, 13 30? I hate it. We, we've, we've talked about them so much already yeah oh, we yeah. have but we like you, you can't not yeah. talk about that that's pretty impressive sweet. was it did it go did in terms of collegiates did it go kip two and then four nau no a couple of guys broke it up some guy from air force ran 13 25 i think there's a butler Seriously? guy there too right shout out butler air was, force just down the road yeah yeah there's a butler like, guy butler ran 13 20 something i think yeah he was in the 20s dude how um, good is it not being in the NCAA right now man <laughs> I Thank honestly God. finished that race. It's like, damn, I'm so I glad remember, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, like a couple of years ago, T Day had the NCAA lead at 1331. Yeah. And that was like, fuck, it's pretty fast. Even compared to literally just one year ago when they had that Mount Sac meet where there was fast 5Ks and people, I mean, people, I guess people were running crazy fast, but it still wasn't as fast as like it's looking like it's already going to be this year. Yeah, so it's just one man. weekend. Sixteenth is thirteen thirty-seven. Yeah, that's that's intimidating. I wonder what the. I hope that they have similar performances in the three k. Because like in terms of indoors, I think the three k is such an exciting race. So it's I hope. So sweet. I hope because it's all like these massive strength guys now. When you think about like NAU, BYU, Kip two, they're all like strength guys. So they're probably mostly. Well, what's great, the 5K. Even the five k, there's people 
in the top 10 in the NCAA that just haven't raced. Like, his beetle skim. Yeah. As, as oh, my two. God. People yeah. that could no problem run under 1330. Do you think it'll be interesting if they end up getting the 3K record? 738, is it? 38, I believe. 38, Alistair It's Craig. definitely doable this year, man. Yeah, talk of Milrose. Milrose I gets I a think Kip 2 is going for it at Milrose, so... I'm sure there'll be more collegiates in that race. If, if, Kip that. if Kip 2's going for it, then I feel like that's the perfect race for someone else to sit on him and then, yeah. and then take it. Yeah. So like, that's the thing for like, me to be in. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get yeah. the collegiate record. Yeah, hopefully I run the collegiate record. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you run the collegiate record, that means you're running 738. That's pretty fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> like, That'd be sweet. If you run, if you run that pace in at the end of January, uh, then you're in a pretty good spot for the year. Yeah, definitely. But... So yeah, got, there will be good 3Ks and, and Husky and... And there'll be more BU yeah. meets, you would imagine. I think yeah. there, there, is, there is one in February. Yeah, um, that yeah I guess the Valentine one, like, that's where I, I went around. after seeing Joe pace that well, man, I think he can go for the indoor five. What do you mean? The American record. record. What yeah. is it? 1301. Jesus. I think he can go for it. And Galen sweet. did it at that track. So... Hey, if you guys pace him. I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I was talking to Ritz, like, return the favor, you know? He was already returning the favor. So I know now you're getting a favor back, back. in your, back in I'm your keeping pocket. Him, I'm keeping him in my pocket. Yeah, um, that's how you want to do it. Always yeah. have the favors up on everyone else. Yeah, yeah. If we can run close around 13, 10 in December, then there's some actual 5k runners <laughs> that can run pretty close 13 minutes in February. You would think. Yeah, and you I, just have to close it down. That was gonna be my next question for you. What what's it look like? Like what does that change for you? Because you just said you're not an actual five K runner still, but you just ran thirteen twelve, which is <laughs> number two New Zealand all the time, indoor or out. And you like obviously it's like you probably yeah. have your eyes on the indoor on the New Zealand overall record now, which is thirteen oh nine, is it? Thirteen ten. Thirteen ten. Yeah, like right on thirteen ten. I have the New Zealand record. You have the <laughs> Congrats. Um, thanks, bro. But yeah, do you like True. Yeah, so what do you think I mean, about? 5k at worlds are you like i'm gonna get the 1500 or surprise event <laughs> the surprise event the surprise event i mean i feel like any event that you run above or if you run the 10k if you want to be really good at the 10k you probably should be able to run a good 5k 100%. if you want to be super good at the 1500 you probably want to be able to run a really good 5k it's like pretty that event that kind of shows a lot of fitness so i think no matter what event you do you're probably still going to every now and then try it throw down a fast 5k yeah i'm trying to think of some good counter examples to that i guess the only one is chariot i'd say chariot yeah yeah I like Jakob can run is run 12 40 whatever <laughs> yeah he's pretty good <laughs> and he's the best professional runner in the world but chariot is probably never but, run. but then, 13 47 but then he's probably he probably could though maybe, but that was at altitude so oh, <laughs> really it's probably nine thousand feet in yeah on a yeah. dirt track <laughs> so it's probably 30 minutes. but he probably goes the other way because then you would probably say that in <laughs> another example is people being able to do yeah the, the other kind of 1500 runner is someone who can run like 144 like a what is what is yeah, yeah but what does kerr run for 5k He's actually run quick. 22 maybe. Oh shit! Yeah, and he's so. running, and he's also run like what? He's one forty-five. Yeah, yeah. So he's in training, he's got, yeah, negative he's, splitting it. So yeah, he's range. being able to run below and above your event is pretty essential to be say. able to run your event well. Yeah, just this, the way the sport is now. at the at the top end, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'd I'd love to run another one outdoors. Yeah, or even, yeah. But indoors, it's pretty much like three k. Yeah, okay. just so well, partly. Because 3K, that's what Zatmo rose. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully that will then qualify me for world indoors. Hell yeah. In the 3K. I also realize... 3K is just a sweet event. It's so fun. I feel like you got to like make the most of the opportunities to run it. I love it. It's, yeah. 
So, I also realized, which was pretty sick for our team, other than obviously Carlos, who's like probably more of an 815 guy, that like the guys that run more distance based in our like team have all run like pretty much on the standard or under it yeah, bro, for I'm, 5k. That's I'm, like pretty impressive for a team itself, you know, like for a team that does like that distance level. Yeah, I'm the slowest 5k runner at this table now. <laughs> Fuck me, bro. I'm going to kill myself. And you went to the Olympics for it. Holy shit. I, I got to get better at running, That's man. It's pretty wild, actually. That's crazy that, like, we have... get better yeah, at running. The 5k coffee club. Average. Yeah, average. Oh, yeah, we're the fastest uh, podcast... We're the fastest 5k podcast just in the world because we have 1309, 1312, 1313, and then Gus is 1911. 1911. So if you average that out, we're the fastest average. So take that. It checks out. I don't know who's second, probably Citrus Mag or some shit. Yeah, Citrus or... um, um, Who else is uh, fast? uh, I guess actually Sid and Kick would be... David Ribich and Josh Kerr would have a decent average. The the Kit Kat one, yeah. Yeah. What do you call them? The Kit Kat. Sit and kick, kick cut. I don't know. That's how I remember. Not bad. No, citrus is better. That's how I remember in my head. Like citrus mag and then kick cut, sit and kick. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got the big call up to the citrus mag podcast now. Yes, I do. Yeah. You excited for that? Um. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because I don't know what like they're gonna ask me. Can you shout out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a expression good thing was like uh, like I'm I know what they're gonna ask me. Um. You, you you just gotta like shout out our podcast and oh, like every every <laughs> just talk, go on another person's podcast and just talk about every our five seconds. Well, the funniest thing I didn't tell you is I had like a radio interview today um, oh, yeah, in Melbourne, that? and my parents were in Melbourne, so they heard it, which was actually pretty sweet. That's amazing. But they the one of the questions because they were actually pretty enthusiastic about track and and running community in general, and they asked like why you know what's it like being over in America as an as a foreigner, Australian. Um, doing this like what's the support system like and I was like explaining to him like you know I live with and I train with an Olympian who's in the 5k like my other roommates from New Zealand you know just broke the New Zealand record like we literally have like this really good environment structure um, and support from the people that are around us to to be able to do that so like it was interesting to get that perspective in um, to there and obviously shout out you know the boys in the I didn't say the pod you didn't shout out coffee cup bro (laughs) come on I was too nervous for the pod but um I got out, I think I got our metrics email and I think we're number three or two running podcasts in Australia. I think we're number three running podcasts in Australia, number two in New Zealand. Wait, really? Yeah. The people in New Zealand listening? Yeah, I guess. Wait, it's shout out who we're one and two. What are some other podcasts? Well, I don't, I don't know what it would be. In Australia, there are some decent running podcasts that have been around for a lot longer. But, yeah. you know, I predict in three to five years we'll be the run- biggest running podcast three to five years world. i'm saying next <laughs> week bro <laughs> i'm saying three, next three, five week. months bro uh, i got the i got the long-term plan man we'll, we'll take over week. we'll be a three to five years once we get a coffee club worldwide going mm. coffee, club international. coffee club international we're just yeah. gonna have like all those statues of gus yeah head. <laughs> yeah I, mean, I don't want to give away too many uh, seekers of our merch yeah. ideas yeah. but we do have the first one in the form of stickers which uh, we don't know what we're probably going to end up selling them and giving them out in some capacities, but they are pretty sick. So. Maybe we'll just give out this round. Yeah. And and see if people are into it. Yeah. And then from then on, we've got other ideas to uh, yeah for merch, but um, obviously we'll keep make money. We'll keep that quiet and <laughs> let you guys know once it's, uh, once it's once it's exciting the times ahead. Exciting times yeah, ahead. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait. But anything else from uh, BYU? BU we want to um, talk shout about? out to BU for hosting a little after party. A little shindig. Oh, oh shindig. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was actually that. very, very nice of them. It was a lot of fun. Um, we were really hoping there was going to be like good alcohol there, like nice, like hazy IPAs or nice cans of beer. It's just a keg in the in the bar. Just a keg sitting in the bottom. We literally, of the like, we were literally like Joe. We were all walking in, going, 
oh, please don't be well, yeah, I was literally, I got out of the Uber and I was like, fuck, you know what? I'm, I, I'd like a pretty nice beer right now. Yeah, I was yeah. like, we were not interested in like drinking milk. Or I know, well, we've lived college now. We've lived we college. Like, we're like, we've like, you're going to someone else's house, a college kid put on a party for you, and this is your, this is I know, we're so entitled. We literally walked in entitled asking for like different alcohol. You know what? I enjoyed my Miller High Life. Actually, it was quite tasty. It was actually not bad. I mean, they were, they were, great hosts and then we also had this little pantry group going like oh, and yeah. um track jeans uh, oh, yeah, was the, also there the notorious the notorious I, yeah he also tweeted out something pretty funny he said you have to be i don't even know under, what he looks like but apparently you have to be there. running under 13 30 to be in the pantry because at that point it was joe <laughs> geordie myself and the nau boys in the pantry just hanging out what so. were you guys doing in the pantry huh um Come we weren't stealing caramel koalas don't no, worry about that no, no koalas no caramel koalas honestly just standing by the window it's pretty hot it was very hot there, so we're just trying to get some air that is a hilarious image that Track Jeans is at the party and he's live Across tweeting. the room. <laughs> he's yeah, live, he's tweeting. live tweeting what's happening about yeah. you guys. Uh, I love that guy. He, he told me he's uh, coming out to Boulder in the summer, but we'll probably be gone when he's here. But yeah. Some other guy at the party said he was coming out to Boulder in a couple of weeks to crash on our couch. Our couch? Yeah. Fuck Some, yeah. Oh, wait, the guy you know. Yeah. Colin, Colin was at yeah. the party? No, he, he had to leave. Like, he was like heading straight back because I was uh, talking about it. And he's like, Colin oh, was like, yeah, I, I mean, Tony he went Morgan, to I'm coming so. to stay. So, All right. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Colin Burdett. He's, Legend. Uh, he's, he went to Wisconsin, then he went to BU, coached at BU, and now coached at Iona. Best bloke <laughs> in the world. And he's going to come visit. Uh, so maybe he'll be on an episode of the podcast yeah. in the very near future. Grab him on. But yeah so that's be you you guys had a nice little party it's like i feel like especially this time of year you got to celebrate that stuff i mean you'll probably celebrate that stuff any time of year when you when you have that performance but especially in december it is the one th i think for us as well like just to be able to enjoy you can tell like particularly with ritz being a young pro coach like he just really like he loves Dude, being able his, to do that. his enthusiasm on the track like you could see on the he fucking gets into it yeah man. he he's, loves he's it. one of he, there's like two types of coaches there's like there's like a coach who will do that. Like I can name, I can think of some others, and then there's like a classic like Mark Wetmore. Like even Mick was like this. Like they'll stand just the like corner. they'll just like stand and they'll try to act like they're no emotion and <laughs> but, yeah, but hide it behind really, the head. Yeah, they'll be yeah. really proud, but they'll try to act like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not that big. Dathan Wizard having a sleep, which I like actually because like the That's one cool. that moment where he comes out and gives us you know a big hug and and like it, it just. But the amount of effort he puts in it we know yeah. it so it's really nice for him to like celebrate that and be, be happy with that and also you know we're going to get closer to hopefully all running quicker than him at one point in the five that'd be pretty cool so. but that's yeah. the goal that's that Co coach still has the fastest 5k pr on the team that is crazy and coach does have the fastest 5K. but yeah congrats congrats dathan congrats to coach that's uh <laughs> to be able to pull off like essentially orchestrate and pull off something like that pretty fucking sick yeah and it's you know makes our team look uh pretty pretty sweet Pretty sweet. Hashtag yeah, good for the sport. He's got three 5K runners under the standard, and one very close, and one on the standard. <laughs> one well, I guess nice. I guess I wasn't coach. Yeah, you're not coach man. Yeah. I yeah. I I feel Especially like four 5K Dathan, runners running 13 13. Yeah, I would say time. I have a pretty clean slate with Dathan, in terms of I don't even though he was coaching me at the Olympics, but still don't. It's like it was like one month into it. So yeah, we got a hopefully bright future ahead. But that's Boston great showing by the coffee club pod um watching these boys made me very happy and very eager to be back out with them as soon as possible uh but there was actually a bunch of other races on, that happened on the weekend it was a really big weekend yeah, for, it was. for running we had the u.s half marathon champs mount sac cross country cim uh actually also the high school nationals shout out alabama new, course yeah shout out newbury park shout out nywat 
I think Noah won the women's. I'm assuming Newbury Park won the men's because yeah. I looked at the results and they <laughs> just fucking killed it. Yeah. Um, they all broke Dathan's record. Of, okay, uh, okay, so 10. explain that to me. Was this just like Dathan's like just overall? Okay, any five. Why does course? that exist? I, why dude, does that record no exist? Clue. I didn't know that was a thing until obviously it's not a thing where we're from, but it's definitely a thing where. Because when I saw that, I was like, "Oh wait, Dathan went and raced on that course in Alabama." Yeah, it's not even a course record. It's just any course, five k in high school. There's no way there hasn't been like some course that's like ridiculously short. That's a five k that well, someone ran quicker on. I don't. I don't yeah. know. That's such a. I mean, also fourteen ten is ridiculous. So well, yeah, also that like fucking happy i'm not in high school right now as well Dude, if they ran 14.03 on the track i would be amazed oh like chris like, derrick ran i think like 13.55 in high school and he was a legend he went to the NCAA next year and was top 10 in cross like these kids are just i mean yeah the, the good compa- a bit of comparison is when ritz ran 14.10 in cross that track season he ran 13.44 so if jesus I'm expecting these kids running 14.03 to be running. They should be running like 13.30. They should have been an hour race at BU. Yeah. Based on that. <laughs> the crazy thing that. is, it's not even like it's... Because when Ritz did it, he was like a minute ahead of everyone. <laughs> when the, yeah. These kids, there's like there's like 15 of them running like within like, I don't know, 30 seconds. And like they're all running so quick. So good job to them. Um, the US half marathon champs was mostly interesting because Connor Mance won it. And it's like, it's pretty sick to see someone win into the weight cross and then race a half marathon like two weeks later that shows the kind of fitness it takes to win yeah. the NCAA 60, cross apparently. 60.55 for the half marathon for Connor Madsen pretty freaking sweet was that his pro debut it was I don't know because he wasn't wearing a pro kit I, you don't have to be wearing a pro kit because he sure took the money he took the money <laughs> yeah oh, so it's, sure it's, it's, it's his pro debut because he's, he's also wearing Nike which is his sponsor oh yeah so it came out afterwards that he uh, had signed with Nike yeah. yeah and I wonder where he's heading yeah, I did not expect him to sign with Nike at all because I'm just like, he's probably going to stay in Provo. Is that what it's called? Provo? Mm-hmm. The Provo Flow. Uh, he's probably going to stay there and either get sponsored by like ASICS or Adidas. And That's what I thought. Some individual contract. That is what... Because also Clayton Young posted the week before <coughs> about how he was his training partner. Yeah, that was weird. So it's like... Well, I mean, so we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves because we're we're making it seem like we know that he's leaving there. Well, we 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 believe <laughs> we don't know anything. We don't know anything, but we believe he's going to Bowman. That's yeah. what we believe, and it'll be interesting to see that pan out because the one thing that I'm interested in is he he does like a shit ton of mileage, like him going into Bowman already at that, that level. They, they love that, but how much improvement is he going to get? Because well, like they, Grant went in pretty. Like, he wasn't at that kind of mileage or that, that well, kind of... Well, not that mileage is the only way to improve. Yeah, what's probably going to improve... But he also, like, he's going to do way... His intensity of his workouts. Yeah, and like, is he going to have to, like... people to work out with that are way faster than him. And is he going to be able to, like, do the six days still? Or is he going to have to, like, completely go to Jerry's? going to have to ask Jesus. Oh, wait, who's their God? Uh, still, well, no, still it's that Jesus. Uh, Thompson guy, isn't it? Well, that's just who founded it. They still believe in God. And I wonder, yeah, he a yeah, I wonder well. if he's going to start running on Sundays. Though. Well, no, but that's the thing. Like, I don't question. see, like, I mean, from what I know about Bauman, they, like, have a schedule and they all do the same schedule. I think they're longer on Sundays. Yeah, right? so they, is Jerry going to change the schedule for him? Is he going to get personalized? <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. There's well, no way. I mean, at some point, at some point, like, I it, think that's it, not, yeah. I don't think that rule is. There must be able to bend it because he just raced. He on did Sunday. race on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. he, he might just have to, to like it. ask for forgiveness like the next day or just something. Just like sin and then 
right? I think that's yeah. how you do it. Yeah, I don't know how big of a deal. I think at BYU, it's easy to do that because everyone there mm. doesn't run on Sundays, mm. which actually isn't true. I know some of them do run on Sundays. Yeah. But it's like a team thing. But whereas... he's notoriously known for not running on Sundays and doing ridiculous amounts of mileage in the six days. So like, it'd be well, he's known for high mileage and hard training. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see which him go to seven days great then for because Jeremy, Jerry's not going to... Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy Schumacher. Jeremy, another Jeremy, another Jeremy, Jeremy Schumacher. I said Schumacher. Jerry, all right? I like half corrected myself halfway through the sentence. Jerry. Jeremy Schumacher. Jeremy Schumacher. As from henceforth is Jeremy Keith Hall, Schumacher. Keith Hall is talking about Jeremy Schumacher, who um, I think... Shoemaker. Shoemaker. Yeah. Makes some shoes. I don't. I don't see him like he's gonna have to convert to the seven day. Yeah, I think program. he will as well. I so, don't think that'll be that big of a deal though. I mean, the bigger deal. I'm just. Surprised. I mean, how's BYU you gonna feel about that? An alumni not doing the I taking the Sunday rest. I don't know. I don't, don't want to make BYU. That angry, might not man. be a hashtag might, good for the sport. They might come and like do something like kill us or something. Can Mormons kill you? Uh, if it's in the name of God, I think people will kill normally. That sounds like a jihad. Oh. I'm probably gonna bleep, bleep that out. <laughs> That's what a jihad is. Is that racist? What you just said? No, jihad is like you kill the religious kill. war. Yeah, it's religious uh, war. We don't need it. Why? Why yeah. would we get into that? Yeah, We're George, can you just, George, can you just say something to change the subject? <laughs> Put That's us back on course. That's what you just said. Oh, I, you said um, it. More interesting. I mean, I, I didn't. Bauman doesn't seem like as much of a team that people want to join these days. Yeah, well, that's true. But it's like less desirable in my mind i get it ah, not. see people yeah. still love bauman and yeah. i still like i mean bauman is naki i still and, respect jerry a lot yeah bauman is bauman naki is naki doesn't matter how much negative they're PR probably they're still gonna, gonna get. run fucking doesn't well, matter how much negative pr they get they're gonna stay the same people are gonna think the same things about them. i was they're not well, they're not, yeah. okay that's a bit of a generalization because not all teams that have been through that have stayed the same like some teams obviously disbanded completely yeah but look at that team it's like reforming who Bauman? No, no. Oh, Pete's group. Pete's group. That's gonna reform yeah. into a project again. So like, really, yeah, like different. it's just like a timeout. Really, Naki doesn't have Whoa. rules compared to every other group. I don't think they like can get away with stuff like that because they're just so big and so powerful. Yeah, I kind of agree. We kind of disagree, but like just Conorman specifically, I was surprised. But the more I think about it, I'm like, actually, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Like, that's probably gonna be really good for him. Yeah, as a, I imagine as a it would be. Like, I think it's gonna be just, really good. It also yeah. be, I think, for his mindset going out, like that's probably the best group for him to like work his ass off, yeah. get in a line with the best runners in the world, and just absolutely. And clearly, he's incredibly guys. talented, and up to this point, he's been extremely durable. Which the way they operate it, they do. I mean, we do impressive workouts. They do. How old is very impressive man's? workouts? He's probably like thirty. Two <laughs> He's the same age as us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure he's going to do go there and do amazing. But oh, he does. He's incredibly I mean, nice dude. Yeah. I, I like supporting him. You, you just finished college and you run 60-55 for the half marathon. Pretty good spot to mm. to join a program. Jumpstart your career. Oh, yeah. Be I pretty good it's, platform. It's just going to be interesting to see how he goes at Bowman. What do you? Think? Think. He's. I'm interested to see what he's going to race in the like run yeah, for the 10k or just yeah. He's I mean, definitely. He'd definitely go for especially the, in like a Bowman type set up pace set up man he's definitely like gonna run something low yeah, no yeah he's like, gonna run something stupid that's sick it'd be interesting to see how competitive he is championship racing too because he's, he's pretty he's quick not, he's not run, a slow runner he's run 337 for the 1500 he's yeah, not slow I, I think he at one point like there was a there was a thought about him because he was a front runner that he couldn't kick but he can kick that's the thing he I mean, just likes at, to run at the front yeah, as yeah. Well. he likes to be in control of the race he has few very few weaknesses is what We'll have to find like. them out. We'll have to find those weaknesses out. Yeah. See what we can do. But yeah, I honestly didn't look at the results from that half marathon chance. I, mean, I think has, didn't Cooper also sign with Nike in this time period? Both. Or did we talk about that last week? 
Oh, no, we didn't. I don't think we know. No. I don't Cooper, think they signed a week ago. What, Cooper Teardrop? Yeah, Cooper They both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what are you getting at, bro? Uh, yeah, just making up. Basically, the top <laughs> naked up names. The top two runners leading into double eight, both signing with Nike. One of them yeah. won the race. One of them was two hundred and. First time with Nike. They just yeah. covering the whole spread of the cross country. I mean, that's just Nike, man. They just yeah. Especially if you're a good American like that, I feel like Nike wants you so bad. Yeah. Snapping up the, the top guys pretty pretty easily. Pretty standard. I mean, I never I've never heard Nike been able to do that before. <sighs> yeah. Now that now that it's not COVID and on. Like, because during COVID, I feel like On was like the only com- company that was like just mm. vigorously going after everyone. Everyone's back now. We got some competition. Vigorous. Yeah, I don't know why I used that adjective, but I did. They vigorously went out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, I wrote down Connor Lance in my notes accidentally. <laughs> that's actually that's, that's, <laughs> that's that's something Ollie would say. Connor, Connor, Connor Lance, Lance, new yeah. nickname. Cooper teardrop. Yeah, Cooper teardrop. Oh, I don't like that one. Teardrop. Whole cocker. Whole cocker is good. Whole cocker. Um, I mean, like those. I mean, okay. So, I would like to. I don't know. What would I don't, you like to talk? Say about? I would stupid. like to talk about. Say something stupid. <laughs> do it. I mean, that's, it's not hard to do, is it? You won't. It's not hard to do. I would like to see the tier and hocker. Like, are they gonna? Oh yeah. Be moving away. From, no, hundred percent. Are they gonna be training with college kids? They're gonna be training with. Is his name Ben? Mm-hmm. Ben, the Oregon coach, and he's going to become a pro coach and coach them because yeah. he's going to take over. Yeah, because a like pro team just from what we know about the way he operates, it seems so professional and like the style of coach that he seems. He seems like very individually focused yeah. in the way he coaches. He, he only wants, wants to, to coach, coach individuals. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's already just, only the men's coach at Oregon. Doesn't coach women. He's not the director. Yeah, like he's obviously already only. He can't coach cross, on the coaching. <laughs> we can't honestly he honestly can't mate well i mean yeah because oregon probably gets amazing like i mean i not probably they do get amazing recruits yeah. and they don't ben thomas they get amazing middle distance coach amazing I mean, middle distance coach yeah. cross country i wouldn't put my money on it their yeah. one outlier was cooper in 2019 that was pretty solid yeah yeah and that guy's amazing but that's cooper, cooper teardrop yeah, that's cooper not being yeah ben didn't all around all around amazing guy He's Cooper actually a pretty cool. If guy. he ever wants to maybe come maybe it's out just Oregon. Andy Powell, apart from I guess Chiz and Jenkins going one two. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Somehow Chiz and Jenkins going one two, and their team couldn't qualify. That's ridiculous. They did. That Andy Powell. They won, That's like Villanova. They won with Galen Rupp. I don't know if he Galen, was coaching there. Andy uh, Powell, but their team won when they had Rupp and they had uh, what's that tall guy? No, nobody. No, don't ask me. <laughs> I would go, I'd butcher the name. Um, tall guy. He was like then tried to run the marathon, but then he had something. Vizbigas? Lucas Vizbigas? No, the triathlete guy? No, I'm talking about different, different guy. guy. I'll, I'll put it in the notes. Oh, they had Parker Stinson as well. Stinny man. Pepper Stinman. Yeah, I think Stinny. he got there right after they won. Pepper Stinman. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I. what were we even talking about? We were talking about Ben Thomas. Oh, Ben Thomas, Cooper and Cole. Yeah, yeah. that was Mate, my interest with them. Starting, like, starting the team. That that team will be sick because you've got two guys who obviously have great chemistry as teammates. Yeah, and they're and gonna probably a lot of be, money from Nike, probably. Yeah, money's probably very yeah. large budget. The sugar, the sugar <laughs> money, the sugar mummies. Just... Dude, I wonder if new generation is just gonna be like their like media people, and that's gonna Ooh. be their whole thing. Ben because... Crawford, Ben Crawford would that be his wet dream? Well, actually, no, but that he, would he's, be. He's getting paid by On though, so he can't do that. To oh, us. he can't. Still? Yeah, like all the time. No, I don't think so. Not no. all the time. Only just some collabs. Yeah, well, that new wouldn't stop him signing X a cheeky Nike contract. That's true for media because like Ben, I've watched. His video, well, not all of them, but I watched some of them. 
And like, what makes them really good is having like Kupatir and then pretty much like he's just so entertaining. Oh, Kupatir is just like a yeah. And yeah. the rest of the Oregon guys are really yeah. entertaining as well. But like Cooper and like Cooper Cole is, and Cooper shit, is like, very entertaining. They're so entertaining. So if he's making content with them, that's, that's why we should get Cooper off. on this pod. I would love to get Cooper on this pod, man. He's we, uh, I've only the rumor is he's dating someone in Colorado, so he can come out and <laughs> be on the pod. <laughs> Wait, who's he dating? Uh, some girl on the Colorado team, I think. Really? Does he have a name? Yeah. No. No, no um, name. No name. I don't want to butcher names, so right. I won't Actually, mention names. But it'd be great for him to have okay, come out. On the we pod. did have a Q and A, which I was going to bring up, a mid podcast Q and A, which I was going to bring up during the Me? BU for Ollie. Q and A from Andrew. How did Ollie's new relationship affect his exceptional performance at BU? Was this fueled by the honeymoon phase or angst? Thank you, Andrew, for your question. Andrew, which phase are you in? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, um, what phase am I in? I'm in honeymoon normal phase. phase. Yeah. Normal phase. Bro, baby. you've been dating for like two days. Three hours. Um, no, I, this, this is this is the honeymoon phase. Are you sure this isn't still? It could be. Phase? It could be a mixture of both, Andrew. It could be a mixture of angst and honeymoon. You know, just the aggression. How much, much self hatred did you uh, capture before the race? Wait, actually, did you do that? I actually thing? didn't. I actually didn't do it. You didn't uh, do that thing that Morgan ran, was talking about. You were you just love. Were you just telling yourself how much? Wait, what was it? How much he hates himself before yeah, a race? All you told me you didn't do did that. that last yeah, season. no, I did that last season. This race, I was very content and excited. And you ran amazing. Um, it's because I was with him. True. I mean, to be, yeah, I just didn't I have, trip. yeah, I guess I just didn't, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll answer Andrew's question with angst and honeymoon phase. So um, there's, there's like a perfect like combination of those two that you can use yeah. and then you're going to run so well. The, also, marriage, the also, marriage of angst and honeymoon. Also like she has no idea about running. She came and watched the part, she had that yeah. watching party here and she was asking questions. She's just like, what's the point of this? And I respect that. Yeah, that is nice. To I respect that. I can't wait to one day hopefully get a get who is my girlfriend on the podcast because she loves making fun of runners, and I really want to. <laughs> I really want to put her in front of the camera making fun of runners. I, think, I don't know. I, I think that'd be hashtag good for the sport. But she'll like yeah, if, we're, if we're together, she'll like pull up all these different runners' Instagrams and just be like, "Fuck, runners are so into themselves. Why are they posting this?" It's, it's no, she's a hundred percent right. I would love <laughs> yeah. to. Like, I remember when again was here. I think I was like man. talking to her about it for like a good thirty minutes about how runners are just so pretentious. It yeah, was great. she's like, "Man, you guys." Have such a good life why are you guys always complaining why are you complaining about it like you literally <laughs> don't do anything it's like, yeah. yeah you're fair right with that yeah baguette is on to something baguette yeah. is on to something so we'll, we'll get on here sometime but the other race which is kind of interesting to talk about is the mount sat cross country race which at one point for like maybe two minutes the on team was going to go compete in I about think. 10 10 yeah. 10 minutes about three months ago i mean everyone yeah. was committed and then found out it was at mount sat yes yeah, like, no, 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 was going Oh, yeah. We were going. A lot of Brooks talk. was going. A lot of talk. A lot of talk. Lot and then of they chat. found out it was at Mount Sac. Yeah, no one wanted to race at Mount Sac. And then also with the timing of it by now, if you can, you could go race that cross or you could go run 1309 and 1312. Which one are you going to do? Yeah. We've yeah. got quite a lot of beef with this race. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty like, I mean, let's. So much, all, yeah. so much talk. So much talk. Ollie's going to say gonna it. It was a disappointment. It was a, it was a big a disappointment. It was a letdown. Because it's such a good idea, but they just couldn't execute. Yeah, it's it's what so tough. Yeah. And we should yeah. say shout out to Tinman. When, yeah, when yeah. Got, I the mean, dub. got the dub. Got the dub. Timmer, but then again, who the though. fuck were they competing? Yeah, it was no one. It was really. Was it even another team? I don't Brooks know. Brooks I think they was actually like, fielded four people. Oh, I'd mean. have to fact check that. I'm actually not sure. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even no, know. I think in the results I saw there was about four or five. Who won the Who won the women's? Brooks. Brooks Hansons. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Just, it's just like nah. I feel like the yeah. whole concept of the race was based on how much high schoolers hype up this one course in LA. Yeah, pro runners don't give a shit what high schoolers 
think about a 5k course in LA. No, I don't care how hard no high school is. No one cares about Mount Sac, you set, stupid you know? high schoolers. Go, Literally. Go back to your geometry class or whatever. They also yeah. care about time. And I just like coming from my vision throughout my cross country experience, it's like, I don't give a fuck about time. Do we know I what care time they placing. ran? Speaking of. 2703. Yeah, 2703 for 10k. Apparently that, that was 10k. Yeah. So wow, those boys ran also, quick. Was, <laughs> so that's like a 2720 so on the track. So they just said the US no, 10K no, cross country record. They actually didn't say it was 10K. Five and a half, five and a half miles. They said it was four, 455 per mile pace. Oh, so what's that? So that's not, it was 10, five, that's not close to 10K miles. then. No, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, mean, so saw, I saw videos of that race, man. It looked like it was just uphill, like walking. It looked that's terrible. That's how is, yeah. It looked terrible. And I'm thinking like, if you're running that meet, Obviously, fantastic idea because like that can bring a lot of you know fans into the sport. Yeah, we're trying to get that team, team, team rivalry. It's a great idea. And, yeah, we but want why that. would you want professional athletes, particularly ones that don't want to like hurt themselves or like just this, especially this time of year? Yeah, why like, would you put them on a Mount Sac High School cross country course? It is ridiculous. I don't know why it was there. It was just like put it on a nicer course because you. That's probably why a lot of people didn't turn up. I mean, to be fair, now looking back at it, would I choose BU every time yeah, exactly. <laughs> because of what we did and what we were able to accomplish? But then look at like a, a really nice course somewhere, <clears throat> Zimmerman. Um, Dude, okay, that's my dream, which it can never happen because of the timing too, with too the cold. year because it's going to be yeah, snow everywhere. But imagine an actual pro race at the Wisconsin Cross Country course. Just that's unbelievable. Like, that's my wet dream. Because like it's such a good spectating course. Yeah, and, just beautiful um, grass course. Like You can capture it really well on video. You get everyone out there. I, I, you get, if you've got racing. a good time, you get everyone out there. It'd be a fantastic event. And the, and the, the people that ran that meet, Sound Running, they had a great idea. It was like really good idea for the for the sport and to get people excited about cross. It's just poorly executed. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately. hopefully, hopefully the U.S. cross champs is kind of more exciting mm. race. Joe, I think it will be. Joe's going to be racing that. I'm sure he'll have a oh, lot of good running, competition. Right? Yeah, Alicia's running. That's going to be sweet. Great competition. So hopefully that's and that's. I don't know what that course is like. I know it's in San Diego. Uh, fast. Fast. Fast and flat. I wonder where in San Diego it is because I don't Mission, think it's the Mission Bay, not the Fullerton one. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Some like. Yeah, loops of something. Hopefully that'll be sweet. Did you guys I'm see? I'm excited for that. Did you guys see that? I think for the US track next year, they're making the 10k separate from the track. How Wait, wild is that? They are. They've confirmed. Yeah, it's that like. I feel I, like they skipped conversation a lot recently. Yeah. I think. I think I that's because that's we expected that's a big that. deal. That's we ridiculous. That. It's like two months. Why, before, why would you I expect it months. though? They've never done that because before. Because the reason well, why they have, but they haven't for a long the, time. Well, actually, the reason why I was I think because the trial was on as long as the Olympic yeah. trials, and they're like three or four days instead of a yeah. whole week. I think it's still normally. I think Dathan was yeah. saying that like because Dathan got to are vote so on close it. to world champs, they oh. want to give that kind of separation for the ten k to give the athletes oh, they, also yeah, opportunity good, yeah. to run the five. How close so, is it? it? Must be super close. If I'm that's not a sure, concern. but I think world that was one of the reasons yeah. why. Because as I, Alicia did say, for that very reason, that if the 10k was at trial she would maybe just not even do it and just fully mm. focus on the 5k for performance at worlds yeah because she was scared the 10k so would... quick summary the 10k trials are at mount sec track yeah. in may yeah that's three actually not week, that three week though. three weeks before the trials Four wait weeks. is it at like a sound running meet then or is it what is it it's only maybe USATF it'll be usatf will have to run it right? maybe it'll be its own yeah. meet it'll just i saw be one yeah. two 10k races i don't so, know i saw jesse who's the sound running guy who does a lot of great stuff shout out he, tw he tweeted something like yeah i'm pretty sure we held the 10k national chance like three times last year which he said and i was like shut up bro you didn't like 
I watched your 10Ks. Like, they weren't nearly as exciting as the actual US 10K champs. Nothing can be They were just time trials. Nothing will be so, as exciting as the US <laughs> Please don't say that champs. because the US champs was ridiculous. Um, unbelievably exciting. exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. But it is, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's weird just because it's a change. And I, I like liked how the US did it, but I think it's going to be amazing now. It's because, yeah, it's just its own thing. And mm. definitely everyone will, will be doing it then. More focused on it too. It just makes it easier yeah. for, and it makes it easier for like our teammate Joe, for example, to do the 10k, 5k double. Yeah. This is when you see people like scratching one event yeah. for another. When you're like, damn, I really want to see that person race. Whereas yeah. this way, it's like, well, everyone's just gonna be all in on both. Yeah, like, yeah. that should be pretty sweet. Speaking of uh, USATF, should we talk about the uh, them being in the news recently? Criminal investigation. They might shut us down, bro. Honestly, they do have a lot of power. <laughs> they gotta, I they, honestly they, know nothing about it. Yeah, me neither. Well, I get. Yeah. I know. I don't know too much. All I know is that it sounds pretty corrupt, and that's not surprising. Yeah, they were giving a bunch of shit to the CEO, right? Yeah, he was, Max makes. He was like, millions of it was dollars. funny because they're, I because like their um, their accounting records. What's it called? Like whatever. Like their balance statement is like public, and so you can see how much money like everyone gets paid. And Max Siegel. It was something like his salary was like something normal. It was probably, I don't know what it was. I think it was say, for example, 100K. And then in the different column, it's like bonuses, 4 million. <laughs> so it's just like you got like 4 million in bonuses in the year or something. So crazy. imagine being an uh, American like athlete yeah. who's struggling to, like, I mean, it's, it's always been been talked about. Struggling to pay rent, struggling to do stuff and trying to be like, and then they see that a guy like yeah. that's getting 4 million bonuses. So the, you can, the thing is, though, it's, uh, I think it's a lot more complicated than we would think because USATF is much more than just pro running. Like where their money comes from is youth participation, all this different mm. stuff. Like it's a big organization and I'm sure, I mean, I don't think probably anyone deserves like that big of a bonus, but I'm sure there was a reason he got that bonus. I think it was actually to do with a big contract that he signed, uh, which in itself, yeah, you with can Nike, say, right? yeah, it's like maybe crop cause I think it was like for like 20 years or some shit. Yeah. I don't know, man, there's probably, I mean, if he's getting investigated by the FBI or whoever's investigating him, then it's probably, probably a good reason. <laughs> probably it. some shady shit going say, on. Yeah, it's, it's probably pretty shady. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. it just—it makes me. I think looking at that, it, it makes me sad because there's obviously we see athletes who struggle and like, yeah. you know, they probably look at that and go, "Well, that sucks." Yeah. But also, like, I, I couldn't. I this is the first, I think that was the first time I read a bit of it, and I'm like, I just can't. I forgot how much control Nike has in our sport compared to like yeah. other sports. Like oh, Nike's right. literally like. Control, controls a lot more than I expected. It's pretty so impressive. that was a bit of an eye opener. Growing up, I was often like, "Man, why do they care so much about the sport? Like, why do they invest so much money and why do they sponsor all these athletes?" So, I, I don't know if I've worked out the answer to that yet. <laughs> no, neither. <laughs> but have I. but I, I do know is that like they have their tie, deep ties to running. Like that's their origin story. So they do care about it a lot, but also they just want to control it. So kind of like goes both ways. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything to say about that just because I don't know anything about it. Neither. But it is crazy. I just, I just think like that in the news, you just it's a bit disheartening. That's all. So yeah, it was just interesting to kind of see that because yeah, it's not I our, mean, it's not our federations. It yeah. isn't our federations. But our I mean, federations are making their own mistakes. Like yeah, calling people Keith. <laughs> and I don't know if New Zealand's okay. done anything bad, but well, that Keith thing is kind of blown up because. Um, if people don't know or seen it on social media, there is someone called Keith Hall 1309. Oh yeah, shout out at Keith Hall 1309. New account just started today. New account started. A new favorite account on Instagram. Um, so funny. And they're now claiming to be Keith Hall. So 
I don't know if Athletics Australia yeah, are going to just like yeah, abandon yeah. me and then start funding this Keith Hall. So that'd be pretty funny if they were able to fund Athletics yeah. Australia and get like Athletics Australia like repost <laughs> one of their one of their posts or something. That'd be that would be embarrassing, but also hilarious. Um, be good but yeah, I mean, like hopefully. Shout out to whoever has that account. Yeah, that was a, that was a good. That's hashtag good for the sport. Yeah, honestly. Do we have any? Were we going to play hashtag good for the sport? A little oh, round. Should we? Should we play a little round of hashtag good for the sport? Why don't we? Do we have anything else to talk about? Any other races? I don't think Did we so. Cover everything? CIM, I didn't really look. I just know they ran fast, but you know, they always run fast there. So CIM is not a. <sighs> it's not legit. Is that what you're going to say? No, I just it's it's not the most. He's saying that because Rory ran it. Did Rory run it? He was second. CIM second. What did he run? To 11. Dude, the Soy Boys were second and third at CIM. Vegan ain't no joke, bro. Nice job, Soy Boys. Wait, what's the other Soy Boys? Nick. Oh, Nick Halga. Shout out. Nice guy. Oh, dude, I also, love that shout guy. out to Kurt. I cool. love that guy. Kurt, I, I shouldn't have been me about CIM. Yeah, you feel pretty <laughs> I don't, bad I don't, now, I don't, don't know. I don't know don't who you, won. Don't you feel pretty bad now? Shout out to Kurt also. Um, someone um, from... Kurt, our PT, ran yeah. 218. He's someone from Brooks Hansen's one. He ran 218 yesterday. And then, then worked on worked us. on us today. Oh, yeah. Absolute legend. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Bolt, Boulder on physio. Actually. If you guys want to ever How, check was him he, out, was he pretty tired today? Was he limping around? <laughs> he, <laughs> he just said he, dro- he dropped a needle on the ground. He could like barely pick it up. He said he, 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 he leans like, over. He's like, legs. oh fuck. Yeah. But the treatment was great, and now my calves are very sore from needles. That's good. All right, we're playing around a good for the sport. Just as maybe a quick one. I don't yeah. even. I don't even because I'm trying to think which ones we did last week, and I can't remember. I feel like we. Did a lot. a lot of general ones. We should be like a couple of quick ones each time. All right. Of recent events. Recent events. Recent events. Recent events. All right. Been? Hashtag good for the sport. Three, two, one, go. Pacing a five k, thirty eight hundred meters, and then having a six mile tempo <laughs> on a treadmill after it. <laughs> Hashtag good for the sport, but not for me. Yeah, Big twenty day. mile day for Joe Clayco. Yeah. Big day. Big day for uh, the boy track jeans oh i was gonna say that hashtag good for the fucking sport bro hashtag hilarious uh good for the sport uh the bu track being short (laughs) hashtag hashtag not good for the sport that track needs to be (laughs) reimagined nah i mean like we actually asked the guy um when we're going up to do the use the woodway treadmills to warm down we'll ask him like how many times that track been measured he said dude every meet somebody comes and measures it and it's 200 meters um so it must be to do something with the bank or something i don't know not wearing socks in your spikes. Not good for the sport. <laughs> bleeding. My, my feet all were over the track. Up. Yeah, I was bleeding all over the track. Yeah. Uh, hashtag good for the sport. Uh, toe spaces. Hashtag good for the sport. I'm a believer now. I wore my toe spaces the entire time. The entire, entire time. Really? Yeah. yeah. I wore it with George, but my, they're starting to squish together, so I might have to get the nice ones. Fair. We'd both like get back. Take our shoes off. That's that's so shoes on together. We should be Great lowering time. our toe spaces right now. I am wearing my toe spaces oh, right now. I, I I'm letting my uh, blisters dry out. Holy, holy cunt! Right now, but yeah, my blisters are a bit fucked. Anymore. Um, Harvard kids all wearing their t-shirts. Hashtag. The hashtag knocker for the school. Wait, they wear like they wear like all the t-shirts. I'm like, I'm like, oh bro, where do you go to school? Seriously. That's like, hashtag not good for the sport. And yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. That's, yeah, <laughs> that was good. a nice little round, though. Another game of uh, good for the sport right there. Uh, but yeah, anything else? I think that's it from me. Um, what about Ollie's whoop? Uh, whoop. Oh, yeah, Ollie just got his whoop today for anyone who's uh, <laughs> desperately in need of updates. So last time we touched on whoop, 
Ollie had some certain things to say, and now they just sent him a free whoop. So how do you well, feel? They didn't send me a free whoop. A you what? have to have a subscription, don't you? It's like Hulu. I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. I think it works exactly like Hulu. Yeah, you have to have a subscription. Are there any good shows on there? I don't know. So, wait, did you have a subscription? Surely. Well, I don't have one. Surely they give you a free one. I haven't got an email about it. So you just got a Watt band yeah. to wear around. Does it look cool? This is, just just a, this is a pay for my comment about it, them trying to put Watt bands on the mile. Wait, is it Watt or Whoop? But he was call, saying Watt. He says Watt. I, I thought Wop. he thought it was called. I call it Watt, but it's Whoop. You had me confused for a second. Whoop. Yeah, they're going to have to get all your data so then when you race, they can, you know, have all the Can't wait for them metrics. to look at my cholesterol and go, this guy's going to have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and just diagnose you with diabetes. Oh, this I episode, don't want that diagnosis yet. I, I, I want to be like blind to that until I like this, 40. This yeah. episode is also coming out two days before the final race of the F1 season. Okay, F1 oh fans. Lord. This is like one it's of coming the out Friday. greatest We should watch runs. practice and qualifying. We have to watch all of it. We yeah. have to watch all of it. It's like the greatest ending to a season So where, where is the race? Dubai or some shit? Or is Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi? Oh, have they already been there? No, they went to Qatar, then Saudi Arabia. Abu Dhabi, finale. Some great countries there. Hey. I... I Serious. I want to give you guys a good for the sport. All right. Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen winning? Which one is good for oh, the sport? Why did we should have done that? Oh, Which yeah, one yeah. do you think is good for the sport? Because you two are avid F1 fans. You've obviously we've followed the season. Um, I've seen you guys kind of jump from here to there. But who do you think would be good for the sport to win? Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen? I think Max Verstappen. I think good for the sport, Max. Yeah. You're, just... You 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 you're annoyed with Max at the moment though. I think. He, he's getting on my nerves but. see I think Max is a great example of someone who's like seems like in a, honestly a lot of ways like a dislikable guy but I fucking love supporting I reckon Max. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I supported Max a lot last season when he was getting his ass kicked yeah but now he's on top now yeah you I feel like don't like the guy on top I feel like he plays the victim a little bit so does Lewis though Lewis Lewis, yeah. Lewis, Lewis gets a lot of crap for that yeah Lewis they, is not like I think they will, maybe it's that. just an F1 thing I think they always just gotta play the victim because they they never will say it's their fault for any like crashes or anything and they just yeah. they just want to win so bad and they're just so they're both so aggressive they're pretty much dude like, that race though the, the race was insane oh they're like the, the, the changeovers between the two like yeah and then they crashed a bunch yeah multiple times yeah I think I think so this is the good thing Actually, I think the answer to your question is both a hashtag good for the sport because either way you write it, this is a historic season and it's an amazing storyline because on one hand you have Max Verstappen winning which signals Mercedes finally losing and Red Bull yeah. getting the win which they've just been like fighting for so hard for so many years now. And then on the other hand, you have Lewis Hamilton winning and just cementing himself as like the greatest of all time. Yeah. And especially in the way that he's going to win because it's going to be like kind of like a comeback. Like he would too because this will never this type of season will never happen again because there's like it is a new era next year. The, cha- yeah, the cars are changing everything, so this really is like the end. the last chance for Red Bull to win in this era. Yeah. So either way, freaking amazing, and what it just means is that watching this race is going to be so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Can't wait for that. So everyone tune in Sunday. Watch F1. They're not paying us to say that. They, they will be. Hope so. One they day. will be. When, in three to five years, they'll be paying us. Yeah. But All right. Thank you very much to everyone who... Uh, Tuning in for the night session. Yeah, who made it in for our tea club today. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Some uh, amazing insights. Congrats to these boys once again for their amazing performances over the weekend. Coffee Club survives another week. But yeah, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys.